to today's. So we're starting at the second to last line on Dafnun Hayam and Beis, and here's the story. Okay, so Amramar, we just said Haporitz Geder Befnei Bemischaber. You broke a fence of your animal of uh, in front of your friend's animal, and it escaped and caused damage. You're not responsible now. Heichidam with the case. Elim Kosovar. If we're talking about that, you broke a fence. Well, you're maybe not responsible for the damage that the animal causes because that's only causative. That's not. It's indirect. But the fence you should have to pay for. Shouldn't you have to pay for a broken fence? So Ella, the answer is We're talking about where the fence was was not a safe fence. It was a bad fence, and um, you took it upon yourself to knock down the guy's fence. Because anyway, he's going to have to knock it down and he'll put it back up. So it was like leaning. It wasn't really safe anyway, whatever. It wasn't not that it wasn't safe necessarily. That's not the point. The point is, is that you just, it was on its last leg, so to speak. So you just finished it off. There was no monetary loss because he anyway was going to have to replace it. That's case A. Amar next case. You put, bent the wheat towards the fire. Now the question is, what's the case? By you bending it over, now it allows a normal wind to catch it. So even in Dine Adam, you'll be chayv. So the answer is, is that it comes in a ruach she'eno metzuyev. Meaning, meaning you bent it in a way that if there would be an unusual wind, then you'll be chayv. Um... Ravashi Amar, a different case. He says, Tamun Itmar. What happened over here is a case of Tamun. What's talking about over here, an interesting case, is that the guy had wheat growing, and you saw a fire coming, so you took sheets and you covered up the wheat. So um, by doing that, you made it covered. Once it's covered, the, the guy who's responsible for the fire will not have to pay. As we know, Tamun, you don't pay. So now because you covered it with sheets, so the weed is covered, and, and now the guy who damaged is not going to be paying. So you'll be, so by doing that, so to speak, trick, you're potter in Dine Adam, but chayv in Dine Shemai. Because you caused his loss, although in a very indirect way. So Amar so we just said, Asokha Edi Sheker. Okay, well, next case. Yeah, question? You have a question? All right, let's... We don't know the intention. We'll see in it. We'll see. We're going to go back over these cases. Good question. Right now, we don't know his intention, but that's not the point, what his intention was. We'll get to that. We'll talk about his intention, but that's not the point. The point is, by doing what he did, he caused... Um, the the person to suffer a loss that he won't be compensated for, that's the problem, because he 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 made it that the owner of the fire, the one who responsible for the fire, will not have to pay for the wheat that's damaged because it was covered by sheets. That's how he understood the case. What was his intent? We don't know, but but most you know, his intent was to save the guy money. That's what it sounds like. Okay, the guy who's responsible for the fire. Okay. Um, so next case you hire false witnesses what's the case of the false witnesses um, if he hired false witnesses to let's say say that you owe me money you owe me a thousand dollars and he hired witnesses he paid him 20 bucks each to lie so 
Um, and so Mamona Bayin Shlumi, of course you have to pay. You have to pay back what you took unlawfully. Uh, why wouldn't you be responsible in, man, in man's law? It must be that he testified where he got nothing from it. And uh, he's puttering Dini Adam because it's only indirect, it's causative, and, um, but it's Chayven Dini Shemayim. What's that case? But my skin, what are you talking about? Ilim betray. If I'm with somebody else, so pshita, of course, that's chayven dina shemayim. Daraisu, there's a Torah law. No yagadrin asavono. We're talking about this. If I, if I, there's another witness and I don't testify, so now he's not going to be able to get his thing. That's a pasuk in the Torah. Of course, you don't need to tell me that you're chayven dina shemayim. Obviously, we're not we're not making you have to pay the money that's that the guy's not able to collect that is owed to him. But but uh, you're still. You're still chayven dina shemaim. That's an iser Torah straight up. So elo bechad. The chiddush here is is that you're chayven dina shemaim bechad. We're talking about where it's only one. You're only one witness, which is insufficient to testify. Still, you're responsible. So that's the story, and now that's the list. Now the Gemara is going to go back. Okay, so we understand the cases. So first, we're just getting clear what the cases are, and now we have a different question. Besulaka, is there no more cases? Uh, is this the exhaust the full list? Uh, only four, because you mentioned Rim uh, four cases that your potter and Dini Adam Shemayim. There's so many more cases. And now we have a long list of cases, all from Mishneh material, either a Mishnah or a Brisa. So first one, Somebody takes the most valuable thing, right? The ashes of the red heifer, and he did a malacha with it, meaning he used it as a counterbalance for a weight, so that ruins it. It makes it unuseful, unusable. Um, even though there's a major loss, but what about this case? We talked about this case earlier. You put poison in front of the animal. What about this case? You send a fire in the hand of a cherishot of a katan, and they take it to the neighbor, and it lights on fire. Um, what if you startle your friend, and he got damaged from the fear? If a guy's uh, jug broke in the public and he didn't remove it, and it causes damage, also, Rameir Mechaev, Bezekah, Rameir says, you're chayev for the damage that it causes. Again, so we have a lot of examples. So what, what are you talking about? Only these four cases. So here's the answer. In. Absolutely. There are, of course, many cases of Chayv in Dini Shamayim and Potim in Dini Adam. However, all these four have something unique that it needs to be said. Why? Because the Chiddush here is, is that you're still Chayv in Dini Shamayim, even though there's a reason to say you shouldn't even be Chayv in Dini Shamayim in all these four cases. Why? Kamash Malan, that you are. What is the what's the deal of here? Since anyway he's gonna to have to knock down his fence. So if anything I could say, look, I did you a favor. Um, normally you paid you would have to pay a guy to knock it down. I knocked it down for you. So uh, maybe I shouldn't be Khaim Dinishamaim. Kamash Malan that you are Khaim Dinishamaim. 
Don't mess around with a guy's fence without telling him and talking to him. Okay. Next case. Same one. What's the deal? Maudutim, you might have thought. Lema, you should say, How would I know that there would be um, an uh, a unknown, abnormal wind? I shouldn't expect that, right? It only catches with an abnormal wind. A regular wind, I'll be high for So it's a, just an abnormal wind. Maybe I shouldn't be responsible in Dina Shemayim. What about Ravashi's version? Ravashi, Dhamma, Nami, Tamun. Ravashi's concept of Tamun, which is his version of that case, Itmar Mahu de Tema. Still, I might have thought Anok Isui Kizisei Nealach. Over Dina Shmaim Nami Lo. Maybe I shouldn't be responsible in Dina Shmaim either, Lo Lechayev, because after all, I made it less likely to catch fire. Maybe I did you a favor. Kamash Malan, that I'm still responsible in Dina Shmaim. What about false witnesses? I might have thought, When I hire false witnesses, they have no business listening. It's on them for their false testimony. Because why do you listen to me and not God? Okay? I'm still for paying them. Uh, somebody who knows a uh, testimony won't testify. Nami, you might thought. Let's say I would testify as a single witness. Have a mode. Who says he would admit when there's one witness? He has an option to falsely swear, and that's mighty, might, he might have just done that. Maybe I shouldn't be chayv even in Dina Shemayim. In all these four cases, their chiddush is. Is that Yechayve at least in Dina Shemayim? Kamash Bulan. Brings us to the next case. Nifritz Abalayla. It uh, was broken open at night. All shepherds were listed or robbers came. Um, so the question is this. Amarabba Vuhu She Chatra. That's where the animal dug out. Okay, so the Gemara says, Avalo Chatra Mai. What if it didn't dig its way out? Chayve, then you'll be responsible. Hechdom, it's a case. Helim, because of Bari, if it's a healthy wall, a good wall, kilo chatra, am I chayev? If it didn't dig its way out, why should I be chayev? Um, this wall's a good wall, and just broke somehow at the you know, middle of the night. Ma'avlil mevet, what do you want from my life? Ela, because we're talking about a bad wall, ki chatra, am I potter? So what if it dug its way out? Why should I be potter? Isn't it I didn't have a good wall, and so for bonus, and in the end, an accident, something uncontrollable happened, and it dug its way out. Um, so we actually had this before. If you start off with negligence and end up with something abnormal, something beyond the scope, you're, you're potter. Um, that's one opinion. But the other opinion, Michael, remember what are you going to say? Because here our mission is saying very clearly, the mission is talking about a good wall. And your potter, even if it walked out the, the, the door, once it got broken open. What Rabbah is talking about, that it dug its way out, that's going on the Sefer. You left the animal in the sun. You gave it to somebody who's not of sound mind to watch. 
Piyatsa Vizikin, it goes down and goes down, Mishchev, you're responsible. Amar not that it has to be the Dungas way out, even if the way it got out was by digging, you're still responsible. Why? When it didn't dig its way out to Kulub B'Pshia, that's for sure negligence. Alafilukhatra, which is digging out under the under the fence is something nami. Maybe there's a case of after all, digging out is not normal. And here's the the, the main point: the kulubshi, it's full negligence. My time up. because we tell him, you should know. Once you leave an animal in the sun, and it's going to want to get out of the sun, it's too sunny. Call tatstika. The isla, the mevad of the, it's going to look for every avenue, every escape possibility, and it will do that. So it's not unexpected for it to dig out. It's expected to find the weak point and to, be, to force its way out to get comfort. So it's on you, and that's not even an onus at the end. That's expected, and that's the story. Okay. Next case is Otio Listim. If the robbers took out the the animals, then the listen have and the robbers are responsible. So the question is, not obvious, Pshita, of course the robber you should be responsible. Given the Afkei, once you you uh, took it out, Kaima Libishusai, it's you're 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 in charge. So it's he stole the animal. It's his it's his animal in a sense of responsibility for what that animal does. So where it says the The answer is is that the robber didn't actually touch the animal at all. He just blocked the other avenues for the animal to go, that it has no which way no way to go but out. Rabba in the name of Rabmas, the name of Rab said over a similar thing. if I stand an animal by the neighbor's food, you know, growing plants, I'm chayv for that. Chayv ma'amit. Pshita, is that obvious? I didn't actually stand it there or put the animal in front of the food. I did is I blocked the other path so the animal naturally had one way to go and that was to that place. So Abayi told Rav Yosef, you told us that it was a different case. Not where you actually blocked it from going, but you, he hit it with the stick. And the list of Nami Dikishua, and the Chiddush is, is that even the, that that's called the Kenyan Mashiach, just knocking the back of the animal with the stick to make it go. That's the same as pulling the animal, and that's the point. And therefore, it's like they own the animal in that sense that they're responsible for whatever the animal does. Okay, next case: Masru Laroa Nichnas If you hand over the animal to the shepherd, the shepherd takes your place, and he's responsible for any damage that the animal causes. Ami tachtav the mansu in place of who? Ilema tachtav the bal behema. He's in place of the owner of the animal. That's a straight up mishnah. Why? Because we said earlier, nasu l'shomer chinam. If you give it over to somebody who's watching, or l'shol or a borrower, or l'nosesachar, paid watchman, or l'socher, a renter, kulan nichesu tachzav bailem. They take full responsibility. Al tachtav the shomer. It's in place of the shomer. And the first watchman is completely free. Is this a disproof to Rava? 
So it's the shepherd gave it to the next person. So that was Rava who said that that's no good. Um, you can't do that. You're chayv automatically for doing that. Here we're talking about the shepherd gave it to his understudy, his assistant. And that's Barzilai. And this is fundamentally different. If you give me to watch something, so then I can't give it to anybody else. But you will understand that if I have an assistant, that's understood that I'll be giving it to my assistant to help me in my job. That's normal. And therefore, it's if the assistant takes the responsibility, and you can't say, hey, why'd you do that? That's the deal. Igdami, another explanation. It said only to a shepherd, not to anybody else. It means the assistant to the shepherd. Which is indicating, but you can't give it to somebody else. Is that proved Rava's point? Rava's view? That's just the normal case. Who do you expect them to give it over to? You give it to yourself. That's the standard case. But maybe if I give it to anybody, if he's a, a person of sound mind, who's a responsible person, so there's nothing negligent in it. That's not like Rava. In other words, it doesn't prove Rava. It could be anybody. Which brings us to the last thing, which is actually just starting a brand new topic, but we might as well just you know, get a little, get our feet wet in it. Itmar, Shomer Aveda. What level of responsibility is somebody who watches a lost object? Okay, Rabba Amar Kishomer Chinam. He's not paid, he's a free watchman, and that's the level of responsibility he has. Um, uh, uh, that's what it's similar to. Rav Yosef Amar Kishomer Sachar is like a hired man. Now, why? Um, I'm not getting any benefit from watching the lost object. And Rav Yosef why by the pleasure. I don't have to give money to a poor man who comes to my door because I could say I'm busy. That's like I'm being paid that amount. That's one opinion. Others say Rav Yosef's reasoning is not because of that. Um, but rather, since the Torah created an obligation that you must watch the lost object, so that's akin to being paid. In other words, the accepting of payment creates high-level obligation, and the Torah saying that you have to watch Okay. <clears throat> the Torah is saying that since you're obligated to watch, it becomes a shomer sachar because you're because of that obligation. Anyway, that's the that, that basically that creates the same level of obligation as a hired watch.